With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Are you fired up? It's a college football Saturday, everyone. Welcome to Play Me or Fade Me. I was going to record this podcast at about 7 in the morning. Um, I can't go to bed right now. I'm too excited. Uh, we just cashed another winner on Kansas and Coastal Carolina going over the number. We're now 18-12-1 on college football. We love that winning percentage and uh, hope it continues. Uh, so, yeah, let, let's get to the plays. We want to talk college football with you, and thank you for joining us as always. Um, yeah, we released our early plays on Monday. The first time we released our early plays, they went 6-2. and two. We like the card even better this week. We think we have six, seven winners in there. So if you haven't listened to the breakdown of those games, please go back to the Monday podcast. It is football only. The early release plays dropped on Monday. It'll give you a little more detail on why we feel, how we feel on those particular football games. But let's right now take a look and see if we made a good decision or a bad decision locking in some of the lines. Um, the first game we locked in, Iowa State minus Ford, Iowa. The line is now four and a half. It took most of the week to move. It, it, it went higher. It was getting to five for a little while. Went back down to four and a half. Uh, but yeah, we, we definitely got value locking it in at four uh, early in the week. So Iowa State minus four, our play against Iowa. Our next play, Wyoming minus seven at Northern Illinois. To my surprise, seven we know is a key number. This game didn't move all week. It may move later here on Saturday. Uh, but didn't move all week. It is still Wyoming minus seven against Northern Illinois. Um, game three, we played Western Kentucky plus seven against Army. So this one, we definitely got the benefit because now the line is only plus six. So we got that key number of seven uh, by locking in it on Monday with Western Kentucky plus seven against Army. Uh, play number four for us on the early release card, Middle Tennessee State plus 19 against Virginia Tech. Uh, this one we made a mistake on, and I should have realized with Virginia Tech's win against uh, North Carolina on national TV, such impressive fashion, the public was going to drive Virginia Tech up. So in hindsight, I regret locking in this play at 19, should have waited for 20, and to be quite honest, you may be able to wait now until kickoff and you might get 21. I thought the numbers were going to push it down, but it's the public pushing it up, and yeah, it's at 20 right now. Could finish at 21. We locked it in at 19. I still expect to cash the ticket, but uh, yeah, that's that's the line movement on that one. Uh, Mississippi State, it was our fifth play, plus three against North Carolina State. This one, we definitely made a smart move locking in. Opened at plus three, and now it's at plus one. Um, so we have the key number of three. Happy getting that. Don't think we'll need it anyway. I think the money line's probably the play here. Uh, Mississippi State, I think, wins the game outright. And uh, but we still locked it in, got a two point advantage uh, with the line movement during the course of the week. Game six, we played. We completely botched. Uh, we played East Carolina minus two against South Carolina. The South Carolina quarterback situation, complete limbo status. Shane Beamer is not going to tell us anything until Saturday. Uh, does this line movement just mean that it's the public thinking South Carolina is the bigger school and they'll win this game? They have more tradition. 
or is this somebody in the know moving the number because they know Zeb Nolan's not going to start a quarterback for the Gamecocks? I don't know. Um, I don't know if everyone's healthy at quarterback. If they play Zeb Nolan, I tell you guys, every bet can only be $100. But on a personal side, I would play more. I won't. But uh, it, uh, boy, it would be tempting. But uh, line movement went against us. It opened once again. Uh, we played Eastern Carolina, or East Carolina, excuse me, minus two. It's now plus two and a half. So four and a half point line movement on that South Carolina, East Carolina game. Crazy to me, uh, but that that's what happens when there's a quarterback situation limbo. I thought the two was the right play because I thought it was going to go to East Carolina minus three, three and a half, four. Um, went the opposite way. So still love the play. Uh, just a little surprise at the line movement. Uh, seventh game on our card, we played Rutgers minus two and a half at Syracuse. This line held steady on my site almost all week, but just here in the last couple hours, it finally got bet up to three. I feel a lot better now that we got it at two and a half, uh, you know, three once again being one of those key numbers. So Rutgers minus two and a half at Syracuse. We did lock in, smart move to lock it in. Our final game on the early release card, yeah, probably wasn't a good move to lock it in. Of course, we played San Diego State minus one at Arizona. I really think San Diego State wins this game by 10 to 14 points. It's now Arizona minus two. Um, so the move, the line movement was three going against us there. Uh, so we could have waited now and got San Diego State on the plus side. We got them on the minus side. Um, yeah, interesting movement again. Again, I didn't see that. I, I'm thinking it's the public just moving the number up based on big school versus smaller school, power five versus non-power five. Uh, because at least in my opinion, the numbers still support uh, San Diego State as a better football team against Arizona. But that's kind of a recap of those eight games that we locked in on the early releases. Now let's get to what we're playing today. We've added some games. We've removed some games uh, on our card that I was going to roll out for today. So let's get to it. First game, it opened at a one. It's now a minus seven. Michigan favored by seven points over Washington. Um, our play here is going to be the Washington Huskies plus the seven. I know they lost to Montana last week. Not a good loss. Ugly offense. Only scored seven points against Montana. Yeah, that, that sounds bad. Uh, Michigan, meanwhile, very impressive against Western Michigan. Uh, we know that Western Michigan is going to be one of the top teams in the MAC. They crushed them 47-14. Excellent start for Jim Harbaugh. Could have been a look-ahead game for Washington. Very possible. Uh, they they regret it, of course. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, but I'm going to lean on Phil Steele. I go back to my Phil Steele publication early in the season and say, okay, let me take the noise of what happened in the first week out of the equation, try not to influence my bet, and let's see what the numbers said at the beginning of the year of how we should feel about these teams. In the Phil, Phil Steele publication, which, by the way, Phil, if you ever listen to this podcast, do me a favor. I'm paying you 20 bucks to buy your magazine these days. I am in the third week of college football and the pages are already falling out. Can you spend a little more money and bind it a little tighter for me so it doesn't fall out? Greatly appreciated. Okay, thank you, Phil. Um, but Washington, number 16 in the preseason rankings from Phil Steele. Michigan, number 40. So it's like wrong team may be favored in this game to begin with and to be getting seven at the big house. Yeah, I, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. So we're going to play the Huskies once again, plus the seven at Michigan. Second play. Very interesting. If you go to Vegas Insider, um, they talk about what the public is betting and the sharps are betting by the various casinos. 
So you have some casinos that are reporting the sharp action is on Troy. You have other casinos saying the sharp action is on Liberty. So it is all over the board on who's who's liking who in this game, which tells me Vegas is going to win big because they're basically going to have 50-50 on both sides of the equation. But in my opinion, I like Troy minus the four. The line opened at five. We're getting it now at minus four. Uh, Liberty in the field steel rankings, once again, before the season, 41st. Troy was 93rd. Troy coming off a very impressive 55 to three victory over no one. I mean, seriously, and no one. I can't even find him in my program. Uh, Liberty uh, beat Campbell 48 to seven. Liberty was a good team last year, went 10 and one. They have a former SEC coach in Hugh Freeze there. A hot commodity, by the way, to potentially take a different job last offseason. I believe he stayed at Liberty because he believes he has an even better team this year. And I'd agree with him. He returns 20 starters at Liberty from a 10 and one team. Um, I think Liberty should be favored by way more than four. Uh, I I like Liberty in this football game, so we're going to play Liberty. Go Flames, minus four at Troy. Uh, next up, we regret that we didn't get this one earlier. The line opened at six. It's now eight, so it went above that key number of seven. Didn't even stop at seven for us to grab it, uh, but we're going to play it nonetheless. Miami, minus eight now against App State. Uh, yes, Miami, of course, just got crushed by Alabama. Almost everyone in the country says they got crushed by Alabama. We see that in the national championship game even. So getting crushed by Alabama will not define a football team. This one sets up for a style difference. If Miami and quarterback King, who I love, very explosive, loved him at Houston, really like him at Miami, if he makes dynamic plays early in this game, it's going to force App State out of their running attack, make them throw the football, which they're not as strong yet. They're a top 10 rushing team. They are not a top 100 passing team. So if they can make App State run or throw the football, it's game over. And the Canes can put on the turnover chain because they're going to be going pick here, pick there, pick there. Uh, so I like Miami. Canes roll in this one. Laying, or excuse me, they're laying the eight against App State. Uh, Phil Steele rankings before the year, just for the record, Miami 17th, App State 42nd. But we're going Canes in this one minus the eight. Uh, next up on our card, Memphis taking on Arkansas State. Should have grabbed it on Monday. Uh, it was minus four. It's now minus five and a half, but we're still going to play the Memphis Tigers. They just got kicked out of the Big 12, right? The Big 12 passed on Memphis. Memphis is going to make a statement in football this week, too. Uh, they beat Nichols State last uh, week, 22 to 17. Uh, meanwhile, Arkansas State beat Central Arkansas, 40 to 21. Phil Steele rankings before the year, Memphis 68. Arkansas State 110. We think this line is too short. We think it's a two-score game. Potential for the backdoor cover for Arkansas State, but I think it's very unlikely. Uh, so we're going to lay the five and a half with Memphis against Arkansas State. And then on our final play that we kept on the card, we're going Florida International. They open as a two-point dog. They are now a two-point favorite. So once again, should have grabbed it on Monday, of course. Um, we lost four points of value on the line. But we're going to play FIU minus the two against Texas State. Phil Steele rankings, they're both terrible. Uh, Florida International, 114th. Texas State, 118th. Uh, Florida International at home. That's part of the reason why I like them. Butch Davis is the head coach there. Butch Davis, of course, had success with the Hurricanes of Miami, had success at North Carolina, went to the NFL, failed with the Cleveland Browns. Everyone fails with the Cleveland Browns. Um, he returns 18 starters. I think FIU is a little better football team in this game. 
I'm only giving up two. I'm below that key number of three, so I'm willing to lay it. FIU minus the two against Texas State. So those are the plays that made the card. Our last-minute uh, elimination games, on a personal level, I might play Nebraska minus the 14. I might play Illinois plus the 10.5. I might play Oregon plus the 14.5. Those are the ones we eliminated at the very end, and they are not official plays here for the podcast today. Uh, but just wanted to get that on record of what just missed the cut so we can look back and have 2020 hindsight on Sunday morning when we wake up. Uh, so let's recap the full college football card. It's going to be a great day, like I said. I think we're going to have a great card. I'm going to enjoy the games. I hope you enjoy the games. That's why we're on this podcast. Let's just enjoy it together. Let's enjoy the ride together. Uh, so our eight early plays, Iowa State, minus four against Iowa. Wyoming, minus seven against Northern Illinois. Western Kentucky, plus seven against Army. Middle Tennessee State, plus 19 against Tech. Mississippi State, plus three against NC State. East Carolina, minus two against South Carolina. Rutgers, minus two and a half against Syracuse. San Diego State, minus one against Arizona. The plays we added here today on Saturday, Washington, plus seven against Michigan. Liberty, minus four against Troy. Miami, minus eight against App State. Memphis, minus five and a half against Arkansas State. And Florida International University, minus two against Texas State. That's 13 opportunities to cash the ticket. I hope we can beat the book this Saturday. I'm fired up to beat the book. I hope you're fired up to beat the book. Let's have a great Saturday. Remember, always bankroll management. Don't chase money. And let's cash some tickets together. Have a good Saturday, everyone. Enjoy college football. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.